Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of House Life. I'm Azhar Basri. So, for the month of January, I picked up this uh, article from from the Straits Times. Actually, it's from Stomp, stomp.straitstimes.com. It's regarding a 22-year-old woman who was reported missing, I think, on the 18th of January 2022. And then uh, three days later, her body was found in a remote part of Singapore uh, called Sungai Api Api. Uh, the reason why I want to bring up not necessarily her case, but in general, the issue of uh, missing person. Because uh, unbeknown to us, missing person is quite a common occurrence. Uh, in Australia recently, in Perth, uh, we had a case where a child was reported missing from the camp from the campsite, uh, and there was a massive uh, search party that was mobilized to locate her. At one point, uh, people were losing hope that this little girl will be found alive, but fortunately, uh, she was found. Uh, well and and it was a happy ending in the end after a few I would say weeks a few weeks of uh, of agony not knowing what had happened to her uh, but unfortunately for this 22 year old woman I think I just named her since it's mentioned in the article Miss Ko Yi Ju from Kedah in Malaysia uh, according to the article she had got off work in Chai Chi on Sunday evening and then at around 7.30pm on the next Tuesday, the Singapore Civil Defence Force received a call for assistance at Sungai Api Api. Uh, this is due to a body was seen floating in the river uh, and uh, the SCDF, uh, Singapore Civil Defence Force, retrieved the body uh, It was uh, identified as the missing person. However, the police uh, do not suspect any foul play, but investigations are still ongoing. So, for this case, it was a tragic end, and uh, but at least there is some closure because she was found. There are many, a lot of instances where missing person are not found. For very long time, you know, and I think that is what is more torturing to uh, those that are related to the missing people. Uh, today I have my guest again from Singapore, uh, Helman, my brother. Helman, how are you? How's things? Okay, everything's uh very well. Everything is uh going back to normal. Even though Omicron cases are rising up, but we have so-called um, learned how to manage things, and uh, vaccination drives are also on the rise. So uh, even right though even though considering... even though the numbers like five thousand is doesn't matter for you all, it's no big deal. Doesn't matter so much because we are we are adapting to to live with this uh, pandemic. That's good. And 
yeah, making it into an endemic. I can tell you the situation in Perth right now is we are now what year is it? 2022. We are two years behind in terms of what is happening in Singapore because now the process that I can observe is we are reporting every uh, case, we are reporting every uh, exposure sites uh and we are every cluster every cluster and it, 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 it's made to be sound like a a big deal which was what was happening uh two years ago you know in singapore where singapore's uh, the authorities were reporting every case every cluster and 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 showing all the contact tracing uh, results mm. that they find so right now in perth is what we are going through. We are two years behind, you all. You all. Mm. Uh, I hope you all have your masters ready because that was the first part of that 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 procedure was there was one point there was not enough masks and yeah, so we just need to be ready for uh, various contingencies like uh, when you have to enter the mall with just one way in and one way out. Those types of uh, those type of um, Protocol, local protocols. Protocol, protocols. Mm. protocol yeah, my uncle. Mas, yeah. mas is uh, not so much of a problem. Uh, the problem right now is the in Singapore you guys call it the ART test, the anti yep. anti what? Anti reagent. Anti reagent test. Uh, test. Over here we call it the RAT test, R A T. Uh, but okay. it's the same thing. Uh, but now over here the issue is uh, the lack of uh, those test kits. Uh. So, hmm. <clears throat> so yeah lah, we are, we are both playing catching up lah to the rest of the world. Okay, but at least at least you have it under control. Unlike in various parts of the world where it has been so widely spread to the point where it can get overwhelmed for the government of various uh, countries. Right? Speaking of overwhelming, right? This issue of missing person, right? Right, I'm just looking at the statistics, right? Uh, I do a simple Google on on the number of missing person in 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 Australia and from uh this government website I assume missingpersons.gov.au uh the number that they've provided is around thirty thousand people are reported missing in Australia each year. Uh, in Singapore I can't really find uh. A number that is being provided by the authorities. Uh, all I get is something about around two to four hundred people under the age of sixteen. But beyond that, it's quite hard to get some some uh, actual statistics around it. Uh, do you handle a lot of missing person cases in your day to day, you know, uh, job as a police officer in Singapore? I mean, is it? Do you get okay, a lot of report? We 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 got a lot of uh, yeah MPR, which is a missing person report. Mm. Um, fortunately, so far under my watch, okay, uh, we managed to find the missing person after stipulated time. Mm. All right. However, okay, there are cases, uh, and this goes for decades that uh, particular uh, individuals are missing even until today, and until today, there are like some organization. Uh, offering reward if you mm. have any information that could lead to the uh, the, the the founding of uh, various individuals who have been missing, and yep. until today the reward is still unclaimed or uh, not being rewarded to anyone. So 
I think um, if we were talking about like you, you mentioned just now the figure what 30,000 30,000 per year 30,000 per year 30,000 per year for Australia mm. in a huge country like Australia having 30,000 mm. of course it seems a lot right but yep. even if a, in a small country like us okay um, we have I can could, I could say that you know uh, MPR report can be a daily thing okay yep. of course maybe maybe the uh, uh, to find the person is might be a much more uh, easier task because of the circumference that uh, of area that we have to uh, find a particular person and also but, the amount of surveillance um, in Singapore Singapore full of CCTV the amount of surveillance um, we, we also do have the manpower as well mm-hmm. uh, and but I, I feel that you know um, like a small country like Singapore for a small country like Singapore, having um, even like, I think if I were to see uh, a certain uh, numbers, even having like uh, 100 people gone missing through the years is, is a worrying fact, you know, because... It's a worrying if they are, are still, they are still not found. That is the big worry. Yeah, yeah that's a big worry. And then, um, yeah, for, for some people say that, oh, for a small country, it's easy to find people. Uh, it's, that's not always the, 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 the fact. Because we still have jungle areas. We still have a lot of uh, vegetation that is not being, you know, um, modernized yet. So, mm. yeah, one of the uh, cases that happened, like if I can recall, 2000 and 2003 or 2004, mm-hmm. if I'm not wrong, where this uh, uh, a China immigrant uh the child was missing called huang na if you remember that case and oh yeah yeah it was a big yeah big, i was just about it to leave big, the force a, when it happened mm, it was a big hoo-ha mm-hmm. and we we managed to to of course find the find the girl but it was a tragedy because mm-hmm. we found the body and yep. when they found the body the next thing is to find find the culprit so mm. Um, there are cases in Singapore. In fact, there are many cases in Singapore that has a missing person. It started out as a missing person report, and then, of course, the first thing when you know, when we think about sixteen-year-olds missing person report, are they runaways or those type of things? Those yep. are the common things that we assume. Yep. But then sometimes uh, things will take a toll of of cases that, and we would not like it, or we would hate to think that you know that uh, it it will end up in in a tragedy. And sometimes, yeah, some of these cases does end up in tragedy. Right, like what we had right now, currently, like a girl who was missing for over eleven years, and then suddenly when they they reopen, let me check. Her case, what's her name? Then, I think her name is Felicia Teo, if I'm not mistaken. Felicia Teo. And Thio, yes. after, yeah, after eleven years, now they arrested uh, a culprit who they believe to have some sort of involvement in her in her being missing and might uh, get charged for murder. So it's a worrying fact seeing that a, a, a person 11 years on, uh, if, if really is like, if, if she's being murdered after 11 years and this particular person goes scotch-free and have no feeling that he has done anything wrong, it's really something to, to worry about because, yeah, Oh, that case, you know, that we, case, that case about, case, uh, sorry, I mean, that case regarding Felicia Teo, yep. uh, I yep. think it was last reported almost, uh, almost one year ago, January the 20th, uh, this is a Straits Times article, January the 28th, 2021, uh, Ahmad Daniel Muhammad Rafi'i, 
was said that accused now 36 appeared in a district court now in remand will be back in March 11 Uh, but since then, there's no other report on the on this uh, ongoing ongoing case. Uh. So okay, one thing about 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 police work, right? Um, mm-hmm. when they fail to find a conclusive, you know, substantial evidence to to prosecute certain person, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now being the the social media or the the viral generation. We tend to think that you know uh, there are some lapses in in investigation or stuff like that. But actually, right? What uh, sometimes the authorities would want to really, you know, get a clearer picture. And once uh, mandatory charges were are being impounded on that particular person, they make they make it viral. Because I I know that today the news they they travel like you know like flash, and we do not want to have very very small itsy bitsy details of things that might appear to be true might not appear to be true to be you know viral um, uh, to the masses which is why sometimes certain cases right we, we might think that okay after after like you know from january until now there's no news so we do not know what's the outcome maybe the investigation is still ongoing just that uh, the declaration of whether or not he's being he's really being uh, prosecuted for murder or whatever it is might not be um Might not be say uh, what call it. Uh, might not be declared openly because um, there must be substantial uh, conclusion to whether or not this person is things. So sometimes I that's why you can hardly find a very very mass, a very very uh, good number when it comes to statistics in Singapore. And it's not just book, just about uh, missing people, right? You can find any other statistics in Singapore with any topics. You can hardly find a very very uh, accurate number. They will give you a very hush hush, which range to which range, or worse, they will give you percentage, and then you will be asking in this percentage how many you are, uh, you know, as well. Just we talk about employment or mm-hmm. or people who are un- unemployed. Then they will give you a statistic where oh okay how many percentage. Then I'm sorry, they will they, they will break down those percentage into smaller percentage or these are the percentage of people who have upgraded themselves. But to actually know the actual numbers, it's something which we don't really, um, we are not really very upfront to it. Yep. Like you mentioned, thirty thousand in 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 Australia, that's a that's a good number for us to think about it. But when you say thirty percent, yeah, thirty percent, yeah, well, just just finish finish up what you want to say. No, no, no. When you say thirty percent, then then you don't really get the rough number. Can be thirty percent of thirty million. Can be thirty percent of three hundred million. So yeah, you get yeah. what I mean. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, we leave the the statistics to the authorities. Ah, uh. let them you know decide whether to give the full number. No, it's it's up to them. It's their prerogative. Uh, I want to highlight there were of all the missing person cases, right? There are two that stands out uh, in Singapore. It's quite famous one. One is the the five social escorts that went missing when attending a party on a ship this happened in 1978 and the other one is the uh McDonald boys the uh, two two brothers uh, that went missing in 1986 uh two, two friends or oh, two friends sorry two friends uh 
when missing uh, on on their way to school. So I just want to uh, share some uh, experience uh, because in in 1986, right? I was uh, I think around four years old, four years old or five years old, uh, around that age. And I remember I went to the uh, was with my mom. We went to the shopping center near our place and. While shopping, I got distracted and I got uh, separated from from mom. And it happened at night. And from what I can recall, uh, I made my way home all by myself. Uh, in between, I can recall an old lady helping me crossing the road and and pressing the lift button for me. But uh, for a five year old, I I got lost and. And 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 I decided to find my way home by myself. And when that happened, right, because it was close to the period of time where the McDonald boys case. So apparently there was a big uh, mobilization of the police force uh, to to find me when my mom reported me missing because uh, it's like oh no another. Another child has gone missing, you know. This could be another potential McDonald's boys, you know. Uh, but fortunately, it wasn't the case, lah. But it, 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 to, I just want to highlight at that period of time there was a lot of tension and uh, seriousness uh, given to a missing child, you know, because of 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 these boys. Uh, What do you think of these two cases, man? Uh, the escorts and the and the the boys. The boys one is the one that is more uh, is struck home. Mm. Like the the escorts, right? Um, is a bit of um, it's it's you you can you can come up with a lot of uh, uh, what do you call it? Theories. <clears throat> uh, theories on how they got missing. You know, it could be a prostitution trafficking kind of syndicate that. Have taken them, you know, and and but but the boys, their case is quite quite a mysterious one. Well, there were some sort of uh, belief that the boys could be also victims of human trafficking. However, there was uh, in one of the reports uh, by a private investigator, he says that you know um, back then there was this theory where you know the boys were being taken to Thailand to 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 back for money and then have their you no know, their limbs and their hands cut off and then they become beggars uh unfortunately um th- this theory is not proven or uh, some uh some even say that it's not true because uh in Thailand or in certain parts of uh, the third world country they they have already have too many of these beggars all around so they do not need to bring beggars from a developing country like Singapore to be To be um to be beggars in in their country, of course. Uh, then comes theories of uh, abduction, kidnapping, and stuff like that for for this particular McDonald boys. Uh, there were a lot of um un uh, anonymous tip tip off from people who seen the boys in uh, Pulau Bin uh, Jetty, and then mm. when police officers asked them, okay, where, uh, who are you? And then they said, oh, it doesn't matter who I am, just come to Pulau Bin Jetty and. Well, well, uh, patrol cars were being deployed to that area and couldn't see a sign of those boys. So there were a lot of um, anonymous claims 
seeing that they saying that they seen the boys somewhere with another person, and because when there was a lot of tip off, a lot of claims, they also have to have a much more larger scale of people who are being suspected of, you know, being involved in this particular thing. So I know the McDonald boys is one of the famous ones because I uh, you know McDonald being a you know world class fast food outlet actually offered a, a reward of hundred. Yeah, that's what that's just what I want to add. Uh, why this case was called mm-hmm. McDonald Boys because McDonald's so, offered that reward. Yes, and until today the reward is still nobody has actually claimed uh, the reward. But it was a very very um, uh, what do you call it a uh, kind gesture from McDonald's to to initiate such uh, thing because I think um, by having a certain type of reward attract people or attract a uh, much more of a resourceful type of uh, information of course there are cases in singapore about missing people who actually uh, make use or abuse this 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 uh, reward system and it happened before and of course it's not as big as what mcdonald actually offered but yeah i think until today okay the family members uh the community in around that that area, um, the students from Owen Primary School, the, the school doesn't exist anymore. But you know, uh, they they felt a huge loss for this particular thing. Mm. And when I look through the case, right, um, there were a lot of suspicions because the, the, a few days leading to the the missing of these boys, mm. right, a, a couple of things happened. You know, because one of the boys. Um, the father, the, the parents got divorced, but the father wants to wants to meet him on a regular basis. And the father actually extracted him out of school during school hours. So when the teacher actually, you know, explained to the mom that saying that, oh, his father always comes to school and then take him out of his class while during school hours, then the mother decided to transfer him to another school, which is, of course, Owen, Owen Primary School. Mm. Okay, so when the father realized that he has always been transferred, the father find main ways and means to to reunite with the son, and mm. the father managed to found the to found the son in another school, yep. and of course uh, there was this one particular event where the mother got worried because it was like six to seven p.m. in the evening and the the son was uh, not yet back, so the the, the mother was was very worried and then the son came back and then the mother was like saying that where do you go and then the son said oh i went out with papa you know which and which which one is this is, is this the ke kechin sure an or to hong uh, i'm not sure which one but it's one, one of one, the one of, one of the boys mm. i'm not sure but uh, but um because i read this case uh, a, a couple of years ago so uh, I know the backstory was something like that, and then uh, of course the father was like saying he's also my son. Why are you forbidding him to meet up with me? And true enough, in in the weeks to come, this particular event happened. Mm. So a lot of people were were suspecting the father has something to do with this mm-hmm. with the, the missing boy. So the father was being brought to CID, uh, being brought to the police mm-hmm. for investigation. Yep. And after uh, hours of constant interrogation the father was not uh, charged of anything because there so the, was nothing so so the police cleared him so the police cleared him okay and if the police have cleared him right i believe that they have went through 
various possibilities, you know, of wanting to get information out of him. And yeah, okay. they, they couldn't get anything out of him. So, of course, uh, for because I remember, I remember the case. Uh, it also they also went to a medium from a temple, right? To to, to find answers. Yep. And um, uh, and then on one of the occasion, the uh, the mother said to the father that you follow me to the temple, and then you swear before the temple that you got nothing to do with this thing. And on that day, they were supposed to meet up at the temple. The father never show up. Is this the same father? So, It's the same father. Same father, okay. So basically, because of that, because of that, right? <laughs> I think because of that uh, theory, a lot of people still suspect that the father has something to do with this thing. Uh, so, again, there is when it comes to missing cases, there are always a series of doubts. There are always a series of suspicion, and all they have are just um, another another uh, kind an- of like uh, if I, all all they have all we have are just. Speculation, yeah. uh, speculation, speculation, mm. uh, speculation. Uh, that's the word I was trying to mm. talk about. Yeah. Another mm. theory was uh, they could have been uh, abducted by Adrian Lim. Adrian Lim is mm. uh, a notorious uh, serial killer that operated in the late 70s to 80s. He murdered mm. two children, Agnes and Gazali, and uh, he was uh, people speculated lah uh, that. These kids could be a victim of uh, Adrian Lim, but Adrian Lim was uh, already in prison by that time. The boys were missing, so uh, so. But there were still was, there were still some uh, possible theories that they say that there could be someone who still practice something similar to Adrian Lim, and okay. this someone is currently looking for for new victims. So there was those speculation. Oh, well. is it? I didn't realize so, there was an, uh, that 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 theory was yeah, also floating. Maybe, I mean that the theory was also floating, especially among the among the people in Topayo area. You know, saying that oh, there could be another another one of these you know cult, uh, you know cult killer or something like that. So it becomes a panic, you know. And I, that's why when when you when you relate the story about you getting lost in things, because it creates a panic because there could be many many different variations or different versions of how a child could be missing. Unlike today, when they say well, a child missing, they always they always assume to be runaways first. But back then, right, the 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 assumption of runaways was like out of the question. But the assumption of being kidnapped for ransom and stuff like that is very prominent. Uh, what just... makes people think that this is not a kidnap was because there was no ransom at all. There was no yeah yeah I'm there was no to... like sort of uh, ransom. I'm just trying to trace back. Uh, some articles regarding this McDonald boys because uh, the article that I'm looking at at the moment doesn't say clearly where uh, the boys were last seen. Uh, it says that they were last seen walking together to school or something like that. But uh, the actual detail on the area, uh, let me just try to find a more in-depth article. Uh. The in-depth article is Wikipedia. Let's see. They said that the boys were from Owen Owen Primary School, but I don't think that school exists anymore. Estate surrounding Owen Primary School. Where is this Owen Primary School? You got you have any idea not where this Owen Primary School is? Uh, I have no idea, but I think it's around. It's actually around central of Singapore, Bukit Timah Road. Central of Singapore. But I'm not. I'm not sure whether. Okay, hold on. 
Oh, okay. I think I found a, an alumni group. <laughs> uh, school used to be located at junction of Owen Road and Oxford Road. Owen so Road got, and you know, you know where's the, Oxford where's the Road. Owen Road, Oxford Road, Singapore is... Sorry, la, we are from the west side, la, so not really familiar with these areas. Uh, Bendemir. Bendemir, Kalang, so Kalang, pretty, Kalang, the, Kalang area. Mm, so it's pretty kind of like a stone throw away from um, Topayu also. Topayu, yeah, Topayu uh, much around few, the vicinity, la, few, near, near, nearby. La. It's mm. a neighbor, neighboring... Uh, yeah. Uh, Like so-called suburb, lah. But this area is more like a so, town, town area. I Kalang. think that's the reason why Adrian Lim comes into the picture. Could be, yeah. Uh, could uh, be operating people, area. Yep, yep. The people in Topayo got panicked because mm. of, of they say that oh, it could be one of uh, Adrian Lim disciple. You know, yep. still practicing the thing. There was a lot of theories, right? But maybe one day we can talk about Adrian Lim panic. and his legacy. Oh, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it legacy. With regards to the other uh, missing person case, the the five escorts that went missing on a on a ship. Uh, what do you know about this 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 case? Because uh, to be honest, I tell you frankly, I did not really follow that much because it happened quite some time back, and I don't think there was much uh, coverage regarding these five ladies. Actually, the sensation only took off in this case when a police report was being made about uh, these five escorts. Um, sadly to say, is that like, the five of them when they went missing, they were missing. But sadly to say, they were not being missed. Okay, because um, after uh, because okay, when we talk about escort, right? That's quite sad. Yeah, uh, they, they went missing, that, that but social, nobody care. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so when you talk about escort, uh, usually there is a social escort agency. And there will be one person running the agency. And for this particular case, right, uh, it was a mama's son. There was this one particular lady that they called mama's son. All right? And we all know in Singapore, mama's son, it gives a very different light. Although it in 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 um yes, in that language, mm-hmm. it just means a, a person a person taking care of uh we call it uh, girls, but yeah, it's a stigma to that that term. There's a okay, negative so, negative uh, connotation. Uh. Negative, yeah, mm. yes. So when um, the Mawasan did not want to do anything, so this was the one one of the reason why the, the the case was being delayed, right? Although they are missing for um, uh, for one day, but I think the first couple of days the Mawasan did not even report to the police. So there are a lot of you know uh, delayed dates that were um, that could have been you know made of good use. So when the Mamasan was being pressured by one of the good friends of these five social escorts to make a police report, she agreed to make a police report. However, the authorities do not take her seriously. Okay, why? Because first of all, she's not the real parents of these five escorts, and because of her status as Mamasan, people, you know, you know, people like make make fun of her, you know, and it's like, um, you know, I mean, I feel sad. For her to be in that particular situation, but even that when you are when you just imagine you are seeking help and then you know people make fun of you, that's that's that feeling. But there was this one particular coast guard officer right, who who took the initiative and then said, uh, uh, "Help out in this particular case." So it was then that you know the investigation starts to pick up. They identify who was the boatman who bought these girls, and 
the you know the the guy who bring them along to a particular uh, ship uh, but he couldn't identify what's the ship's name you know so there was a lot of um you know close ends after that and after a few days they found a female hen floating in the sea so they couldn't identify the the uh, the fingerprints to it because okay let's be very let's be very um um frank when when fingerprints are being when fingerprints are being um taken right if the particular person has never had any police records before right it will come back as negative or no record being found so the idea of when people think that mm-hmm. oh when you get a fingerprint and then straight away uh, you can identify the person is actually not an accurate idea because as long as that person is clean that person doesn't have any police prior police records before this the fingerprint will come back as negative and no traces found right mm-hmm. the reason why sometimes fingerprints can be found is because uh can be found to a particular person because that particular person has previous conviction record before so his database uh, is in the police system so for these girls they are very good citizens they have no record so when they found that hand that was floating on the sea in the sea all right they identified they tried to identify the fingerprints they couldn't find a match because uh, there was no prior you know fingerprints taking for this for five for these five five girls so there were a lot of possibilities saying that this girl has been abducted in a ship all right or being sold off to to uh, being sold off uh, to uh, a ship full of sailors or some even said that or oh, the mama son sell her off, sell them off, you know. So there was a lot of um, negative uh, predicament or negative um, conclusion to what could have possibly happened to this to these five girls. I'm just going to... Or gonna... they were being slave on a ship, you know, being being sex slave on a ship and can, they cannot escape anywhere because, yeah, you're in, uh, on a ship and in the middle of the sea. So why can you escape? I'm just so gonna, there was I'm this just, type of theory. I'm just going to read the newspaper article from this is taken from the National Library of Singapore uh, archive uh this is dated uh 27 August 1978 five social escorts missing after ship party five social escorts who attended a party on a cargo ship at the Eastern Anchorage last Sunday have been reported missing a close friend of the girls Miss Helen Tan 22 a beautician reported to the marine police on monday night after searching for them when they failed to return topayo police who are investigating the case have classified it as missing person the five girls aged between 18 and 21 are believed to have been taken to the cargo ship by three foreigners on sunday night uh, purportedly for a party on board Miss Tan said one of the girls is a Singaporean named Diana, 21, and the others are Malaysian known to her only as Afong, 18, Xiaolin, Chen Chen, and Margaret, all 19. She said Diana first met the three men believed to be Japanese and Hong Kong sailors two weeks ago. After they were introduced to the girls, the men invited them to the party, promising to pay them $100 an hour and a diamond ring each for their service. So, party on a ship, 
late at night. I don't know. Well, that's what they thought of party uh, ownership. You know, it it turned out to be. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Actually, there was um the the there was a, a backstory that actually there were six girls who were initially being invited, and then at the end of the day, the these three Japanese and Hong Kong men who who ordered their service mm. said that they do not want one of them. So mm. I would say that that one of them that do not was not being wanted was. It's indeed a lucky one, you know, because mm. she could have suffered the same fate. Mm. Well, it's been more than uh, I think 1978, 40 years, close 40 plus years already since uh, the yeah. disappearance of those girls. I think by now they should be, if they're still alive, they've been their mm. late late 50s or 60 now. But yeah, and Singapore has this thing where if a person has been missing for more than seven years. Mm. They can de- be declared uh, dead, right, oh, by family members. Oh, okay. So yeah, so basically uh, seven years. So if for seven years they are remain missing, the family members can actually you know uh, register them as uh, dead, right? So yeah. this is one of the things because sometimes you know this is to um, legitimate like you know future for uh, for the future of the the loved ones. You know sometimes. They might want to remarry and stuff like that. So these are some of the I mean, things. But yeah, I mean mm. for this for this very, case, for very this, few for, people took that option. For but but for this case, right? I mean, given the circumstances and and the length of time they've been missing, I think I don't know. It's sad to say, but we can kind of draw a conclusion on the their fate, on the outcome of their fate, on the fate yeah. yeah, but. I mean, it is what it is, uh, But we just hope, hopefully, you know, they will, they, they, they are miraculously found. But you know, uh, mm. besides those two, and the one that we mentioned, the recent one regarding Felicia Teo, uh, I think missing person in Singapore is quite uh, solvable, uh, if I'm not wrong, because recently I think. Singapore police, they, they, they are, they are quite uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, efficient. Efficient. One thing. The other thing is uh, they keep posting. From they keep posting updates on uh, yep. missing person cases, uh, especially when they are found. So uh, good, good on them. I mean, it's good lah. I mean, it's it, the, the the kind of missing person cases that we that that, that I think we get in the, the emergence of the emergence of new technology right really helped in enhancing you know to to quicken the 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 case of certain certain uh, missing cases like in the past missing cases are basically or just rootedly being solved by witnesses accounts and stuff like that but today we have whole camps everywhere or almost yeah. almost anywhere so we could actually you know identify uh, or we could You know, get information as quickly as possible. Even with the help of social medias and stuff like that, we get information from various sources. So cases, I think, um, cases th- like the McDonald boys. If it happens in today's day, maybe maybe we can mm. can get a positive outcome. But like the, yeah. the five social record, uh, that one a bit dicey, lah. Because yeah, you know the shipping shipping world, was, shipping yeah. world. Yeah, mm. we got one uncle like, from the shipping industry. Yeah. He can tell you a lot of stories, lah. Like because we have this, we have this um thing where 
when we wrote a missing person report, right, not only the police actually mobilized that message among officers on the ground, but even taxi drivers get the message as well. So when taxi drivers, they go, they go driving or what, they do get information to be on the lookout of anyone who fits the description of things. So by doing that, right, I, I believe in the future, you know, every Singaporean might have this app. Anyone who with a particular app will get information as well. We have those SD secure apps on our way to get any information regarding missing people or any crime that happens around the vicinity. Stuff like that. Yeah. Elman, thank you for your time again today. Uh, I've been trying to conduct this kind of podcast with more regularity. I'm trying. Uh, thanks again for your time again, Elman. Hopefully, the next time uh, okay. we have another session, we can bring up some more uh, interesting uh, cases that's happening. Uh, okay, you take care. And for the rest of you guys, until next time, bye-bye.